Hello and welcome to this edition of Words from the Word of God. Saturday, the day over 2,000 years ago where our Savior was entombed. We will read about that today as we remember our Savior's death uh, this Passion Week. Uh, the whole week we have uh, commemorated, at least I hope you have, every true born-again believer commemorated this whole week. And, and might I say this, don't just do it one week out of the year or three days out of the year. If you're a true born-again believer <clears throat> and you're a true <clears throat> Holy Spirit born-again son and daughter of the Most High God, you need to, we as a whole, need to commemorate this wonderful time of our Savior's crucifixion, his burial, and his resurrection every second of every day that we live. Because without him, as we will find tomorrow, without him and his overcoming the grave, we would have no hope. We would be hopeless, we would be helpless, lost in our sins, undone, our faith would be in vain. So today I want to look at his entombment and what the Word of God has to say about his entombment. Now, as we look here, and I want to start out in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Now, I encourage each one of you to pause the broadcast and grab your Bibles like always. And let's read this together. And let's pray that the Holy Spirit will speak to our hearts. You know, there's a message in every word of the Word of God, so we should take none for granted. Many will say, well, why are you looking at the Savior's birth? Because the Lord has, by the Spirit, led me to do so. So we will follow what the Lord's will is by bringing this message on Christ in two months. Now, Paul, the Apostle Paul, in his first epistle or letter to the church and believers there in Corinth, in verse 1 of chapter 15, he says, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you, listen closely to his language here, for I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I have also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to Scripture, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to Scriptures. Did you hear that? According to Scriptures. The Word of God is not only God's revelation of himself to us, but it fully brings out the, the attribute of God where he is the truth. In all things, he is the truth. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. But we have the word of God here before us, and we can depend on it. We can put our faith in what God said in the promises of his word. And not only, uh, you know, in recent archaeology studies uh, over, and I take it around Israel as I read this article, uh, you know, the word of God has been proven through archaeology down to the most minute detail. 
That is in recent years. But not only that, but we trust that God's word is the truth to us. But not only so, but we can hold faith in God's word because there is no other book written, no other book written that was inspired of the Holy Spirit and God himself as he revealed his word to the Bible writers and they were carried along by the Holy Spirit and inspired by him to write what they wrote and how it was written. Uh, but not only that, but God, <laughs> you know, no other book that has ever been written, there, there is no other book that exists where so much prophecy has truly been fulfilled. You know, going all the way back to Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, after the fall of Adam and Eve, God promised uh, the Redeemer uh, in the woman's seed that he it he would bruise Satan's head and Satan would bruise his heel. That speaks of the cross. And then you move forward on through the uh, history of mankind, how God revealed his redemptive plan for mankind all the way through in types and pictures in the Old Testament, which foreshadowed our Savior's coming, our Savior's death, our Savior's resurrection. And, and so much, so on and so forth. But all of that prophecy has been fulfilled in Christ. The only prophecies that remain are the the end of the church age when Christ returns to take us home to be with him and his setting up of his millennial kingdom here on earth for a thousand years and the reconciliation of Israel, God's elect people back to him through Jesus Christ our Lord. So let's look at Christ's entombment today. Uh, you know, I always say there's a very important message in everything that God gives us in his holy word. Now, the word of God, I'd like to read from the Gospel of Matthew today, verse 57, on down through the end of the chapter. And again, I ask you to read along with me. The word of God here says in Matthew chapter uh, 27, verse 57, it says, When the even was come, there came a rich man of Arimathea named Joseph, who also himself was Jesus' disciple. He went to Pilate and begged the body of Jesus. Then Pilate commanded the body to be delivered. And when Joseph had taken the body, he wrapped it in clean linen cloth and laid it in his own tomb, which he had hewn out in the rock, and he rolled a great stone to the door of the sepulcher and departed. And there was Mary Magdalene and the other Mary sitting over against the sepulcher. Verse 62. Now the next day that followed, the day of the preparation, the chief priest and the Pharisees came together unto Pilate, saying, Sir, we remember that that deceiver said while he was yet alive after three days I will rise again command therefore that the sepulcher be made sure until the third day lest his disciples come by night and steal, his, steal him away and say unto the people he is risen from the dead so the last error shall be worse than the first Pilate said unto them ye have a watch Go your way, make it as sure as you can. So they went and made the sep sepulchre sure, sealing the stone. 
and setting a watch. A watch speaks of a a group of Roman soldiers. I, I don't know how many. Uh, you know, I don't believe the word of God tells us exactly, but we do know that they were soldiers, Roman soldiers guarding the tomb. Not only that, but Rome had set their seal upon the tomb that it could be noticed openly if that seal had been broken at any time. Not only would they have to go through the soldiers to to get him out of the tomb, but they would have to break that seal. And this is our Lord and Savior's entombment. But Christ had said, you know, he told his disciples, he told the Pharisees, but he also told his disciples. He says, uh, here uh, are the Pharisees here in Matthew chapter 12, verse 38. Now he is speaking uh, to the Pharisees here, but in context of Scripture, he says, then certain of the scribes, this is verse 38 of chapter 12, then certain scribes and, and of, the, of the Pharisees answered saying, Master, we would see a sign from thee. But he answered, this is Jesus, and said unto them, An evil and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign, and there shall, be, there shall no sign be given to it, but the sign of the prophet Jonas. Speaking of Jonah, for as Jonas was three days and three nights in the well's belly, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Christ died on the cross. And, and according to scriptures, as Paul said there in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, not only that, but he was buried according to scriptures, as Paul again uh, elaborated on there in First Corinthians chapter 15, I believe it was verse 4. But we must understand that God's word is the truth and we can have faith in every aspect of what God tells us in his word and what Jesus Christ, the red letters, oh, the red letters, where would our life be without the red letters? Uh, you know, the letters that we read of our Lord and our Savior and his great sacrifice, uh, the fact that he was uh, laid in a tomb, you know, he gave his life that we might live, that we might live more abundantly. Now, as we enter into tomorrow, you know, we, we will celebrate the resurrection of our Savior. Because he would not stay dead. You see, Jesus rose again as he had promised. And we will get into this tomorrow. But understand the significance of what God's word is to us. And that's the truth. And that means every aspect of it is the truth. Yes, he died on the cross. And yes, he was placed in the sepulcher. He was entombed there. And a stone was set and sealed. And a Roman guard was placed to guard the tomb. Thank you for joining me today. And I look forward to the next time that we can share in a word from the word of God. God bless.